DDCO at the plate. He's over for two today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. DDCO lets it fly, and it's oh, it's raining now. Welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater. My name is Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And we are coming back from a little hiatus uh, to bring you another episode of Rain Delay Theater. Folks, Hoy Ball is out in Chicago. <laughs> Big Mac is out in Green Bay. And Jeremy is back in the United States. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I I don't even know if it's worth mentioning Coach Q either. Q, Q right, is uh, out right. of line. Yeah. I don't know. That, he, did that happen while you were in the Philippines, or was that a couple of weeks ago? I don't remember okay. if it happened before or after. Okay. But, uh, yeah, he's out too. The Chicago, uh, the uh, winter Chicago sports are falling apart, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Except for the football. Well, uh, Jeremy, so did you have a good time in the Philippines? You seemed pretty excited about it last time. I did, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was excited. I, I don't know if you could hint, like, uh, hear the the hint in my voice of you know going down. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always that chance that we could have plummeted into the uh, Pacific, but uh, we made it. And uh, yeah, I you know I uh, I posted on the uh, the Instagram account. Um, we were driving around the University of the Philippines, which is where my dad went to school out there. For a little bit, it's like one of the two big uh, universities in the Philippines, um, and uh, we were driving around like their quad or like this like quad of theirs, and uh, I saw like I saw a game of softball, like mm. women's softball, and I saw a, like a pickup game of baseball. Oh, did, does does their team have a, a name or a logo? They, I think they were just well, the, the softball team looked organized. Okay, um, uh, but. You know, this was not like a dirt field. It was just like just a grass field. Mm. But the the pickup game looked like I don't know. It looked like something you might see in like the Dominican Republic or something. Like yeah. there were kids playing. Uh, pitchers, the pitchers, uh, f- like form was a little was a little spotty. I think you know they need someone like. Well, Jim Hickey seems to be available. He could go out there and uh, you know work on this kid's uh, you know his movement. But uh, but yeah, uh, it was cool to see that happen. So I, I took I got like a crappy picture of it, but I posted it on the Instagram, and so a couple people uh, you know got some likes and stuff. So uh, yeah, it's cool to uh, you know the, you don't think uh, Philippines when you when when you think of like international baseball, even mm-hmm. though they had a team that tried to qualify for the World Baseball Classic at some point. But uh, it's cool to see uh, baseball alive there, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and so since we are in the holiday season, uh, uh, we figured we would kind of come, come at you with a holiday-themed episode of uh, Rain Delay Theater. So we, we put together uh, a naughty or nice list for uh, this, uh, the, this off-season in baseball. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're going to take a look at, like, uh, you know, the, 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 the people on the good side and the people on the bad side. And uh, we wanted to put a little spin on it. So... Um, I'm I'm gonna try to we're gonna try to equate these guys to like the good gift that you get at Christmas and then the bad gift that you get at Christmas and mm-hmm. uh, you know I tried to pick some I tried to pick like you know who this who these people represent like what kind of gift would they represent a- absolutely so um, we'll, we'll we'll wing it and see how it goes and this is also gonna give us a chance to kind of catch up on the news that's been mm-hmm. happening since we uh, last re- released an episode uh, and so just before we get into this uh, and and this isn't gonna be a guy well he would obviously be on the naughty list but uh, Jeremy I, I think we should maybe mention Addison Russell a little, little bit before we yeah we sure get into yeah I, I mean yeah he's, yeah certainly wouldn't be on the nice list but. Uh, yeah, so I would be remiss to, to, to not mention Addison Russell. Um, so he's back with the Cubs. He's going to be back. Um, it, it seemed like in in the days leading up to the announcement that they were going to keep him. 
Um, even though they signed Ronald Torres, mm-hmm. and then they quickly released him. Uh, they, they, non, they non-tendered him. But, uh-huh. uh, you know, it was like, that's not going to be our starting shortstop. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think I think if they had someone waiting in the wings, this wouldn't be an issue. Mm-hmm. But... Um, uh, it's not a. It's a bad situation. It's it's more of the bad taste in your mouth, like with like Cubs and the people who like the Chapmans and the da- Daniel Murphys. But uh, I will say at least like they did they did what they had to do for PR, which is like um, you know Addison Russell uh, released a statement which may you know may have the IP address of Theo Epstein's computer. Um, <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, he had a statement and Theo Epstein released a statement. And so, I mean, you, you have to do that and they did it the right way. This wasn't like a Louis CK, like apology mm-hmm. uh, email. Like they, they said the right things. And so, you know, I, I, on one hand, like, you know, I, guys, I suppose guys deserve like a second chance. Um, but, uh, it's, it's, it's a little, it's not, it's not, it's not a good, it's not a great look. But and it, and they don't they deserve to be called you know people should be talking about it they shouldn't skate on it they do and I mean the only reason they brought him back is like you said a they don't have anybody waiting in the wings and b yeah. I don't think it's because like he's a much better person now they just probably think that maybe they can still get him to reach the potential that they saw in him when they traded for him yeah um and they don't want to just let him go and go to another team yeah exactly so um you know I don't know maybe they could maybe they could have taken a, a note from the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. With Kareem Hunt, <laughs> right? Absolutely. That, that guy's a yeah. That guy's a, wow. That, that, that video is uh, pretty bad, but uh, it is. It is. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Shades of Ray Rice, if not worse. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, but uh, yeah, well, that, the list. So that's 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 Addison Russell. But let's get on to some fun stuff now. So yeah, let's for let's, sure. let's. So I think Jeremy and I we said we're gonna just kind of kind of tag team this one. Uh, yeah. This, the Seattle Mariners are on our naughty list. Yeah. Uh, if I was Ric Flair, I would say. Seattle Mariners, what possibly could you be thinking? <laughs> so, well, uh, well, I know what they're thinking, Jeremy, but uh, they're they're thinking they're gonna they're gonna tear it down because they're so far away from the Astros and uh, you know the Angels and the A's. Yeah, uh, I guess, mm-hmm. but they were close this year. <laughs> yeah, they, they were. were, and and it's not like they have like I mean, okay, they got uh, Cruz and Cano who are like aging mm-hmm. but i mean they had paxton i mean i guess felix is aging too but like yep. I, it did not seem like a teardown situation i don't get it no like um, so like they yeah i want to roast them i the, the 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 seattle mariners are equivalent to um to for me it's like it's like that uh you know you ask for like you know, a top of the line drone or a top of the line like RC car, and you get like this, like you get some knockoff brand that like is no good, and so that's what I'm I'm equating with like a bootleg drone. Yeah, is is what the what the what the Mariners are. Like, yeah, you think you think like they you thought that you were getting something good with them, and then it turns out to be crap. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, God bless my mother. I love her, but uh, <laughs> when I when I uh, when iPods when iPods were the big thing. <laughs> oh no. way back when. Oh no, I wanted an iPod for Christmas, and, you got and she got me a, a knockoff brand. A Zoom. I think or a Zune. Yeah, the, a I think Zune. I think that's what it was. Yes, yeah. I remember the Zune. I don't know if those were good, but it wasn't an it wasn't an iPod, which is what I wanted. Yeah, that's totally what it was. Because like that was the thing. Like they were the. There's always like a competitor for like, 
you know, a couple months. Yep. And then it like it gets killed. Yeah. That's that's uh, hilarious, man. So I had her. Uh, I just I had her take it back, and I never. Um, I never had an an iPod. I yeah. just never had one. Uh, so so yeah, the, the Mariners are the equivalent of that. Now, Jeremy, uh, if I could play the devil's advocate here, I feel like maybe the Mariners were in a position that like the 2015 Milwaukee Brewers felt that they were in, where okay. they were like, we're getting you know we're getting close, uh, but we're just not we're just not able to win a division with these guys that we yeah. have right now. So let's just tear it all down um, and start over. But they they made some really stupid trades that I thought they they gave away guys where they could have got a lot more for them. Yeah. I, um, mean, I, I don't get it. Or, like, got get, got rid of the wrong guy. First of all, why did they get rid of James Paxton? Like, I mean, I guess, I guess if you're tearing it down, that's who you do get rid of him. But uh, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, they, it's it's frustrating, and I'm not even a Mariners fan. Was it because Paxton only had one more year left on the... Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah. If you if you somehow feel like you need to tear it down, then, yeah, get trade them and get right. what you can. Right, right. Um, I don't even remember what they got from the Yankees for him, but... Uh, I think that they get uh, that left-handed pitcher who's in Dylan AAA. Tate? Uh, no, or is he even a lefty? What's his name? Uh, I think we've mentioned him on this podcast before. Uh, he was, like, the Yankees' top prospect... Um, uh, I can't remember, um, oh, I can't remember his name is escaping me right now, yeah. but, uh, but Paxton, uh, oh, oh yeah. Justice Sheffield. Yes. Justice right. Sheffield. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I think we actually saw James Paxton pitch in maybe 2017, uh, yeah. in, uh, in the cell. That's right. But, uh, so, you know, that, that was, uh, I guess puzzling. Um, but I mean, it made sense from the standpoint that if he only had one year left, they would have probably had to sign him to a big deal. But yeah. I thought where they went beyond the pale was trading Segura for what they traded him for to the Phillies. Yeah. Um, well, and like, and now Santana has a, a hefty contract, right? So uh, like, yes. So he's got two years and like four, uh, 35, 40 million left on his contract. So they take his contract and JP Crawford, the, the guy that they got from the Phillies, like Phillies fans hate that guy. He's <laughs> like not going to be good. Yeah. Like they've already written him off. Yeah. His, his, uh, ceiling would essentially be what Gene Segura is right now if yeah. he actually pans out and is as good as he sh- was supposed to be he, when he was a high draft pick. Yeah, he was a highly touted prospect, and like the arrow is pointing down. And he's had some time in the big leagues, and he's mm-hmm. not looked good. No, and so the arrow's pointing way down on him. Yeah, and that's who they went out and got. They're like, oh, we got to get this guy. Yeah, um, this actually reminds me of the uh, Christian Yelich uh, trade from last year for the uh, that the Brewers made with the Marlins. Yeah. Um, it just it doesn't seem like they're was any it, it just doesn't seem like it was a good deal for the Mariners it almost seems like the Mariners were helping the Phillies out because yeah. uh Santana had no place any longer on the Phillies because uh, they can move Reese Hoskins to first base yeah now. he was just more a problem than did, anything else yeah exactly they were kind of regretting signing like like uh you know committing to him I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. yeah and to say nothing of the fact that Segura had a 60 he's got like a 65 million contract through 2024 and he's only 28 years old so he's on a really club friendly contract I don't mind that they traded him if they if tearing down is what they're gonna do but they could have gotten a lot more for him yeah i think so i mean yeah i i don't know what they must think the world of jp crawford because i it doesn't make sense i mean santana is a guy who can come in and play for you right away but again if they're rebuilding that's not what they're that's what they're not what they need they don't need a, a carlos santana it just makes no sense no it's like and i don't know i don't know if they're they're uh you know uh, talking points is that they're trying to stay competitive you know when teams do that crap like the white Sox did for years mm-hmm. like 
not going for it, but not completely rebuilding, right. which is a hor- which is this hor- horribly stupid uh, uh, plan of action. But that's what the bulls are, bulls do too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it makes no friggin' sense. So like, I, I don't get it. It's like you got close, you got close enough to to go for it. I mean. If I were the Mariners, I wouldn't bank on the fact that the Oakland A's are going to do what they did again. Right. And, like, the Astros even seemed – the Astros look great. But they um, <coughs> they were a bit of a question mark going to down the line. Uh, the Angels are going nowhere. They got nothing. So, like, um, uh, I don't know I, – I, I, don't, I don't get it. Like, for a team that, like, had a, a, a positive year with improvements, why would you just get – why would you just do this? It makes no friggin' sense. So like, they're they they deserve all the crap in the world. It's funny because initially, like, it's like the Mets the Mets are out there just waiting to be like like uh, you know lambasted for this for the for the Cano trade. Mm-hmm. But um, to me, the Mariners are the one that, that that's more like uh, offensive. In this, and in they this said deal. they said they might still try to move Hanniger too. Ugh, yeah, uh, it, uh, it it wouldn't be uh, out of the question. I don't think. Get uh, him, him to the friggin' Cubs. <laughs> Do what you can, Cubs, to get him. You know, uh, an, another odd one was that they traded Alex Colomay to the White Sox for Omar Narvaez. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, Alex Colomay is good. Yeah, like, he's been yeah. good the last few years. Yeah, uh, exactly. You traded him for in the most unexciting catcher in the game. That it, that's a guy. It's like yeah, it's one of those things. It's it's like. Um, you know, buying a, a movie that's gonna come out on like HBO in the, in a week or something. <laughs> you know, it's like, dude, you could have just got Omar Navaya's like next week, like when the White Sox would have like, you know, let his paperwork lapse and and not and you know missed it somehow, and he was accidentally a free agent because no one was paying attention. Yeah, yeah, you know the one the one uh, good thing for me that Alex Colome is going to the White Sox. It means there's at least a fifty percent chance he'll be on the Brewers by the uh, end of next year. <laughs> that's right. Because they always the Brewers always pick up at least one guy from the Sox pen every that's, year. That's true. Yeah, and then. Uh, you know, at least for a year, because then they non-tender them the next year. But uh, sorry, Dan Jennings and uh, Xavier Cedeno. Yeah, and but, uh, uh, Joe Kim Soria. They chose not to like pick up his okay, option. Okay, yeah, right. So all three right. of those guys have been jettisoned. I would also say this might, you know, we can maybe start making our plans like in the ninth inning if the Sox are winning by like three runs, because maybe Colome is is less likely to blow the friggin' game for them than <laughs> some of the crap that they've been trotting out in the bullpen the last couple of years. Yeah, who was who was that guy we saw get a save and it was like his first career outing or first career save. I, yeah, it was, was this it, season. Was it Jace Fry? No, it wasn't or was Jace it Fry. Ian Hamilton. Was it was Ian Hamilton. Ian Hamilton. Yeah, 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 that guy's like not even being thought of. No. It's another guy who the White Sox might, you know, they might forget. They might lose his paperwork because no one's really thinking about Ian Hamilton. They're like, oh, yeah, we, we probably should, you know, protect his, make sure he's still under contract. Yeah. He's yeah. just kicking around the clubhouse, you know. But anyway, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, we can talk about the, the Mets really quick, too. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the freaking Mets are doing. Like, no. They seemed so far away last year yes. from being good. Yeah. I guess with a healthy Cespedes, uh, you got two studs in big your rotation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, another big if if uh, Syndergaard is going to be healthy a whole year. Well, he let's let's throw yeah, let, and let's throw Wheeler in there too yep. because they're counting on Wheeler. Yep, another huge if. Okay, so they're this is what they're relying on to make this trade worthwhile. Cespedes has got to be healthy for the first time in like three years or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, they're they have to expect like thirty five starts from. Uh, 
DeGrom, Syndergaard, and Wheeler, com- like, uh, total, like, each. Mm-hmm. That's never happened. Nope. Um, you know, I I guess, like, who who are their other guys? Like, Nimmo? Yeah, Nimmo. Nimmo's going to have to, like, go, like, 270 and 20. Yep. Uh, uh, Pete Alonzo, they're going to have to call him up, and he's going to have to become, like, uh, uh, Aaron Judge. Because, <laughs> yeah. Because, like... Like I, I don't understand that it doesn't make any sense. And they traded away their first round. They traded away Jared Kellenick. They traded away Kellenick. Yep. And the other, the Justin Dunn guy, their other like first round pick from like sixteen or seventeen or whatever. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. I don't I don't get it. Like that that that's that's the perfect that trade was like two teams doing the opposite of what they should be doing. Basically, mm-hmm. it's like the Mets are going for it and the Mar and the Mariners are selling off. Like. Did I watch a different baseball season than these guys did? <laughs> it makes no sense. No. Anyway. Um, yeah, and the Mets could have gotten a King's Ransom for, uh, well, uh, definitely they could have gotten something for Syndergaard. I think the, yeah. they said the Brewers were looking at Syndergaard before the Mets decided to do all this. Uh, yeah. The Brewers are also looking at, like, Bumgarner as well. I don't understand how a team could be shopping, like, Syndergaard around, and and then the next week they're they're committing all this money to friggin' Robinson Cano and trading their first-round draft pick. Yeah. I don't get it. It's friggin' <laughs> ridiculous. Which brings me to my... Which brings me to to one of my naughty guys. We might as well just go into yeah. it, I guess. Yeah. Um, the uh, the hard-to-assemble IKEA uh, shelf unit of baseball, the Cleveland Indians. Okay. They're on my, they're on my naughty they're list. They're on your naughty list. Why? Because... And this goes back to something I already said, which is like... They traded away Francisco Mejia, their top prospect, who's a catcher, mm-hmm. who doesn't a catching a number one prospect, uh, who's a catcher doesn't come along very often. They trade him away for Brad Hand and uh, Simber or whatever. I can't, I get Simber and Gomber confused, but uh, one of the one of those relief pitchers from the Padres. They trade for two relief pitchers. They traded their number one pro- catching prospect, and. Now they've gone ahead and traded Jan Gomes to the Nationals. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are they doing? Like, they're trying to tear it down too. And like, I get it. I know that they they got close and they haven't come back the, the two years, um, you know, since then. So I could see them trying to like tear it down. But it's like, you probably should have decided whether you're gonna whether you were gonna sell off or be buyers before you trade away your number one prospect. For yeah. two relief pitchers. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And now they're also shopping Kluber as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, they've made that decision, but it would have been an, it would have been a lot nicer uh, to to make that choice knowing that you have, like, uh, a, a good hitting catcher, like, waiting in the wings to, like, come up to your team and kind of, like, help stabilize, like, whatever young pitchers you're going to get back and, you know, maybe provide some offense. So, I, I don't get it. No, I would be uh, mad if I was an Indians fan. Yeah, and I would be mad if I was Jan Gomes. They just moved him uh, even farther from his hometown of Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to look to see, you know, what airline flies direct from uh, Washington, from BWI to uh, Nashville. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, I think to to me, it's like you know, trying to figure them out is like is like getting like the Indians are like getting a gift of like that you have to assemble, mm-hmm. and it's like. Here you go. This is the shelving unit you've been looking for, and then it's like you don't know how the hell to assemble it because how do you put how do you pick up the pieces of the Cleveland Indians when you know you you've you've uh, traded away these these pieces? So. Yes, 
There you go. That's the Cleveland Indians for me. So I have I have a, a one on my naughty list. It's uh, David Stearns. David Stearns okay. is very naughty uh, in the last in the last week or two. So I would I would say that uh, David Stearns, just from what he's done, he's like uh, that's like when you give somebody a gift, but you also like after they open it, you also say like, oh, here's the receipt as well. If yeah. you don't if you don't like it, you can take it back. Right. So David Stearns uh, this week when they non tendered scope, he yep. said uh, he just said. Uh, that was a bad trade, and I admit it. Like, which is pretty candid for a GM. Yeah, uh, he basically just said like he called out Scope for sucking. <laughs> uh, they were clearly very unhappy about that. Yeah, um, so it was a, so. it was a lot of people were saying that was a, a naughty thing for him to do. Yeah, because um, you don't usually hear a GM say that. What year did Scope have good numbers? Was it 2016? 2017? 2017. He hit like okay. 30 home runs. He had okay. a good average. Yeah, I admit that he did have some good numbers at some point. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like look at his look at his career totals. I mean, like he's not like he's to me he seems like a, he'll get you maybe like 20 25 homers, but has he ever been a huge average guy? Uh, you know, I uh, certainly I don't think maybe in 2017 he had a solid he had a solid year average wise, but but Stern's comments, so he was due to make uh, he made 8.5 mil this year. He was due to make 10 next year in okay. arbitration. And uh, he's a career 258 hitter, and then his 162 game average in strikeouts is 142. Okay, I mean that's that doesn't really excite me that much. No, no. From 2015 to uh, 17, he had some decent averages, but he uh, he really dropped off in 2018. Yeah, um, I mean he had a no like he. You have to take those numbers into consideration. Yeah, with the with the Orioles, he was two forty. He was in two forty four. Uh, you know, seventeen home. I don't know. I mean, he is what he is. I th- yeah. I think he is what he is. Like, I think that's almost unfair to say. Like, who did you think you were getting? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, and he just so is what he is. They said that you know David Stearns. Uh, it, it, he actually made some great comments on it. He said. Uh, you know, he's due to make ten million dollars in arbitration next year. We we readily admit that he could go back to being the player he was in 2017, but we're not willing to spend $10 million to find that out. Yeah. So um, he actually, he went and did another naughty thing. He uh, uh-huh. he re-signed uh, Tyler Saladino uh, to yes. an $800,000 contract. Yeah, that's right. Now, it's nice for Rain Delay Theater because that's going to give us, uh, it, there's so much more material for us when Tyler Saladino is in the big leagues. That's right. Yeah, um, it's good for the league. Yeah. Now, Jeremy, I heard from a source who will go unnamed uh-huh. uh, that the Brewers, uh, one of the companies that's like a big sponsor for the Brewers, Brewers through through the Brewers uh, a party uh, either after like during the playoffs or after the postseason ended shortly after the season ended Uh, I guess there were there were two attendees at that party who worked for the company it was a husband and wife and uh, they had to leave early because there were Brewers at this party and they had to leave early because apparently Tyler Saladino would not stop like grabbing the wife's ass and like just touching her and trying to trying to get with her so it has been it has been confirmed that uh, Tyler Saladino is every bit as creepy as his mustache and walk-up music would indicate yeah that's that's true Um... I'm a little disappointed you know I I I, yeah I don't I'm not a guy who likes to judge a book by its cover (laughs) but uh well there you go Wow. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm just thinking about the. I wonder if Tyler Saladino is a litigious person, because <laughs> uh, we, we might you might have to cough up that source, Jack. 
Um, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I I protect my sources, Jeremy. Fair enough. But that's all right. uh, but I will I will say this. Um, uh, so the Brewers, uh, you know, they're gonna have to figure out what they're gonna do at second base. But you know, yeah. really though, I, uh, I I do like it. So just basically playing Saladino and Perez there, and hoping that they're competent enough until uh, Hira can be brought up. Yeah. Um, hopefully after the All Star break. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a decent plan. I mean, there's a second baseman out there like Dozier, but I don't think like Dozier is gonna want to sign uh, even a one year deal with the Brewers because sure. he's going to get aced out by the end of the season. Sure. So yeah. I'm okay with, with what they're going to do. Arizona Fall League MVP. Yes, Arizona Hira. Fall League MVP. He crushed it. Um, they said, I, I do not anticipate that he'll make the roster out of uh, spring training. Probably I don't not. think they're worried about service time, um, but I do think that Stearns made the comment specifically that he's never played a, a day in AAA, so I think that they do want to start him there for yeah, the season. fair enough. I will say also the year that I went to the Arizona Fall League, the MVP was Dustin Ackley. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> and, and they were like this guy he was he hit like 380 in the league or whatever uh-huh. but, and I was like wow this is cool I, I got to see this Dustin Ackley yeah. before he's gonna come up and become an MLB superstar yeah and, uh, it didn't really work out but uh, du- yeah. yeah Dustin Ackley is like the uncle that showed up uh, to the Christmas party and no one knew he was gonna be there so nobody got him anything so he was just <laughs> sitting there watching everybody else open presents yeah um, exactly just eating some chips and dip and yeah dinner. yeah he was he was a huge bust he was yeah. huge Drafted like number two overall. He yeah, was a, there was a, a lot of hullabaloo about him. Yeah, um, yeah, he should have made our list. Yeah, I, maybe. Yeah, uh, he, you're you're right about that. Uh, so yeah, David Stearns, uh, okay. uh, naughty but also a little nice too. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, well, speaking of your sources, Jack, who may or may not get us sued, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to talk about a guy on my nice list who um, uh, uh, is is good with this with the information and, mm-hmm. and is uh, the number one news source out there for baseball fans like you and I, and that's Mr. Ken Rosenthal. Mm. So I'm going to put Ken Rosenthal on my nice list. Um, you know, he's a dependable guy, and uh, you know, he he always like he he gives something back to you. Like he's always giving information. I equate him to a a gift of like getting like a, a really nice bottle of of liquor. Okay. Whiskey or something, you know? Like, I like like to drink whiskey, you know? Um, I would never... I'm too cheap to spend, like, you know, the money on, like, a good bottle of whiskey, you know? But if someone gave that to me as a gift, uh, I would love it. It would Mm -hmm. be a great gift. So, Ken Rosenthal makes my list because, to reference something that we talked about on the last episode of Rain Delay Theater, the Cubs hitting coach, I heard Ken Rosenthal say his name. What was it? Uh, Okay, let's see... Um, uh, his first name's Anthony. We weren't. Mm-hmm. We were, Anthony. <laughs> we yep. didn't even remember his first name last time. Anthony Iaposi. Iaposi. I don't think either of us guessed that. Did I, we? Iaposi. Yeah. Iaposi. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, po like Edgar Allan and uh, C. Okay. Yeah. Iaposi. Yeah. Neither of us said that exactly. No. I was like, I, th- I figured we ch- we covered all the possible ways to say it. Yeah. But he. That's what he called him. So. Okay. So okay. there you go. So like. And that's just one of the many things that Ken Rosenthal provides for you is information that you want to know. Yeah, you know, my dad, uh, uh, unbeknownst to me, uh, got a subscription to The Athletic. And then the last time I saw him, he was like, hey, like, this is a great newspaper. Do you want to use my login information? Really? So I was like, I can I can view The Athletic now. Okay, I'm going to sign up for it because there's been ads for like uh, three months for a dollar. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to do that and then whatever, renew it when yeah. those three months ends. Because I'm like, I was actually going to talk to you about this off the air conversation but uh um we should get that because that's probably good for us to stay in the know because there's a lot of good stuff on that so sure yeah that's cool i'm glad that 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 uh, site is like 
becoming a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and I think they have great sources. Their articles are very well written too. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, like I just read an article. Uh, uh, by Joe Posnanski, uh in it. Uh, so they get really, I don't know if he works for them full time, but they do get really good writers. They, um, they got everybody. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, they're just, they're top of the line. So uh, yeah, I agree, Ken Rosendahl. And like, if, if he says something, uh, he's not somebody who just puts stuff out as like clickbait. If he no. says something, you know it's it's legit. Yeah. Do you have any guesses on how old Ken Rosenthal is? I would say he's in his early 50s. Okay. 52. I, I would guess he's 52. I think that's correct, but I... He to me he looks like he could be in like his late thirties. Yeah, he he is kind of a young. He's, well, he's fifty six. Fifty six. Okay. Can you believe that? Yeah, he looks good for a fifty six year yeah, old. Yeah, he sure does. I like, it's crazy. I mean, I would have guessed he was like maybe early forties because mm-hmm. I guess I'm in my late thirties. But like, yeah, I mean, fifty six is that's crazy. Yeah, but considering how accomplished he is, it makes sense. I yeah, suppose. I mean, him and him and Tom Berducci, man, they've aged well. That's right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They they're they're putting the I mean Ken Rosenthal is a, you know he 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 looks good for his age, uh, but like this um, stereotype of like sports writers just being like trolls you know right you know so they're they're at least um, they're doing well for themselves I guess yeah 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 but uh, all right enough of this nice let's get back to the naughty okay right? okay well uh, you know I had a I had kind of a, a naughty here and it would uh, it was Billy Hamilton and okay. so you, you were you gonna put him as as your nice well I'm, I was looking for an angle basically, okay but an angle. Uh, all right let's yeah here let's hear why he's on your naughty list okay well Jeremy I, I always felt that Billy Hamilton was a guy who never uh, who never lived up to his potential you know it's like uh it's like when you when you get a video game like for instance jurassic park the chaos continues and it's just it's so hard (laughs) that you can never that you can never beat it sure uh sure so that that's billy hamilton uh to me um you know he was a guy he's the classic example of uh you know, you can't steal first base. Yep, for uh, sure. I feel like the Reds gave him a very, very long leash, yeah. and they kept waiting for him to come around, and yeah. he is just never going to hit. He's not a good hitter. No, I think the Reds um, were certainly Billy Hamilton's biggest fans. They mm-hmm. thought that this guy was Ricky Henderson or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, he's more like uh, Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know, but no. Um, I was gonna say he's more like that that guy that that uh, the the professional pinch pinch runner guy. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, but anyway, no. I mean, like, yeah, Billy Hamilton was like never. I'm almost sad to have him leave the Reds because like he never scared me at all. No, as a, as a player. No, um, I was I was considering putting him on my nice list, and I'll tell you why because. He's going to be a guy, he's going to get on a roster on a team, and he's going to become a Terrence Gore or a Quentin Berry, um, like some guy who they can just put in to pinch run, and he's going to be a terror on the bases. But that's all that he should ever be. Mm -hmm. Like, he shouldn't be um, uh, a a starter, for sure. Right. And uh, he shouldn't even be like a fourth outfielder. But but, um, I think he's, it'll be interesting. I think... I think he's going to make an impact next year on wherever he signs, but uh, as long as they're not counting on him to be like a starting outfielder, I think he'll he'll be able to play a role well, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. So for that, I think he would end up on some team's nice list, but uh, but yeah. Hopefully, just not in the Central Division. So yeah. <laughs> nobody. So so neither the Brewers nor Cubs uh, have to deal with him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, you know what? Pirates are on my naughty list. Okay, uh, they they removed uh, Alex McRae from the forty man roster. My yeah. uh, my brother's friend. 
Yeah, um, that's right. The, so yeah, the one shot we have of maybe you know having a major leaguer uh, acknowledge <laughs> us, give us the time of day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he uh, so yeah, it's unfortunate um, that he that he, it, but but good for him for uh, for getting a cup of coffee in the league this yeah. year. I mean that's really exciting. Uh, uh, you know to get uh, to get removed from the roster so Lonnie Chisholm could take your place. Um, you got chiseled. You got yeah, you chiseled by the chiseler. Yep, that's right. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's a that's an unexciting uh, addition for the Pirates. Yeah, who knew who knew that that's where this was all leading to? Yeah, that uh, the Chiseler was going to get him in the end. But mm. uh, um, yeah, I mean he still hasn't resigned. He hasn't signed with anybody yet. He hasn't been picked up yet, has he? I do not. I don't believe so. Yeah, I hadn't seen anything about that. Although um, you're going to have to probably click on uh, like. On MLB trade rumors, they'll have like minor transactions or whatever. Mm-hmm. He certainly would be listed under there, so it's possible. I could have missed it in the last couple of days. Yeah, I fully expect him to to get picked up by somebody. Yeah, yeah, he'll get he'll get picked up by somebody. Um, what round was he drafted? He was a tenth round draft pick. Tenth round draft pick. Yeah. yeah, I mean, for a guy who can who like did well in an organization and then enough to get a cup of coffee, like those guys at least get another contract. I would say usually right. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, and I told you, Jack, we were talking about this before, but I, I would fully, I could totally see the Brewers trying to trying to pick him up. Yeah, I'm sure they had scouts looking at him when he was in, uh, you know, playing high school ball. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, uh, just going back to the minor leagues before we go on to our next guy, we had mentioned Kellenick. Um, yeah. I had read a comparison. They they had compared him to uh, Grady Sizemore. Um, hopefully mm. his yeah that which which could be a good comparison. Just hopefully his photographic instincts are uh, <laughs> nothing like Grady Sizemore. Mars. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, he was such a gym rat that uh, you know he didn't have time to dabble in those sorts of uh, uh, interests. I guess <laughs> I don't know. But uh, all right. So, um, so uh, speaking of the NL Central, uh, my next guy on my uh, naughty list is uh, one Jesse Chavez. Okay. 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 And Jack, um, you know, I want to say something right now. Uh, you know, if I'm not podcasting with you next season, I'm not going to be podcasting at all. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna see you on a podcast <laughs> within a, a week after I'm gonna, we stop. I'm gonna be on uh, with uh, with former guest Mark Rosenthal. <laughs> 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 yeah, Jesse Chavez. Which you know they were walking back the the comments later, saying like, oh, um, I think it actually might have been someone who wrote for MLB Trade Rumors I was walking back the comments that um, you know, yes, he was overheard saying that to someone like, if I'm not wearing this uh, Cubs logo on my chest, I'm gonna be retired. Um, or I'm not playing next year. Um, and then they were walking him back saying like, well, I don't know if he meant that to get out. Like, yeah. I don't know if he was on the record saying that. Right. So it's like, okay, I guess not. But like, I mean, on one hand, it's like the Cubs could have jumped and signed him sooner. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, Jesse Chavez seemed like he was going to, um, you know, sign with us. So I consider Jesse Chavez to be the souvenir t-shirt of gifts. Okay. You yeah. know, it's like someone goes on a trip and uh, – brings you back a souvenir shirt of a place that they were but it's like and so it's like hey you got this shirt cool but i didn't experience that thing that you went right so it's like okay jesse chavez you were gonna be a cub and like you like you you made us like like you and now you're just gone so it's like there's there's something missing there i think yeah so yeah so jesse chavez is a souvenir t-shirt of uh baseball players and uh you know i don't know i mean he was good when he was here, but it's like I wasn't. You know, you usually don't uh, grow attached to a relief pitcher because they usually don't stick around. And then like he, he seemed really committed to the organization. It's like, all right, I like this guy. And now he's a freaking Texas Ranger, so whatever. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. So he's on the Rangers, and the the Cubs actually recently also parted ways with Tommy Lastella, didn't they? 
Yep, that's has, right. Has and, he signed with anybody? Well, yet? he was traded to the uh, to the Angels. Ah, he was traded to the Angels. Okay. Which, um, you know, his nickname is uh, Three A.M. Right, and mm-hmm. so I suppose now that he's on the West Coast, he's going to be known as One A.M. <laughs> that's <clears throat> that's uh, courtesy of a uh, friend of the podcast, Mark Arcuri, who's never actually been on, but we've talked about him a lot. Okay, okay. Well, uh, th- thanks to Mark for that one. Yeah, he also uh, I think we mentioned this, but he also uh, uh, invented Mott will rot. Or let, invented, let Mott rot. He let he he coined the term Mott, let Mott rot. He also uh, um, was the one to say that uh, Damian Miller looks like he's no fun to hang out with. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This guy's a source of information. Yeah, he's he's like our uh, like Bill Belichick's got some like best friend that he keeps like <laughs> yeah. away from everybody and just right. like it's just in the booth. Uh, that's that's Mark to us. He's just he's our secret weapon. That's right, and he'll, I guarantee you he'll never come on the podcast. <laughs> but. So there's that. But uh, yeah, Jesse Chavez, I mean, you you broke my heart. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to like you. I'm glad I didn't go so far as to buy like a, an autographed card of yours. Uh-huh. But uh, you'll probably get traded back to the Cubs in in August. So early, you know, in, in uh, uh, July. So yeah. There you go. Maybe you'll, maybe you can find the fountain of youth and not look like you're, uh, you know, older <laughs> than Ken Rosenthal. Yeah, I know. That Texas sun beating down on Jesse Chavez's face is not going to do him any, any, any help. But, <laughs> no. Oh, well. Um, so I want to throw in a nice one here. Uh, so, uh, okay. Rick Hahn. Yeah. Rick Hahn. Yeah. Uh, just, I, I think just like great moves from Rick Hahn all around. That was like when you would, uh, that, like, it's like when you, when you were a kid and you, uh, you know, you, you saw a big box there and you opened it and it was like a really cool Lego set. You yeah. Know, that, that's what I would equate these moves of Rick Hahn. Yeah, to. sure. You know, it was like, uh, getting rid of Abisail Garcia, like it needed to be done. Yeah. That's you know, good. That that's another guy like Billy Hamilton, where the White Sox gave him every opportunity to be a major everyday major league baseball player. Yeah, and he sucked. He he was good for one year. He had one good year. Right. The rest of the time, he was just hurt or mediocre or yeah. like you saw him and he was just bored in the outfield. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. No, yeah, he looked like a guy who was like on his way out, just couldn't care less. I mean, maybe uh, none of the uh, none of his teammates had attractive wives. I don't know. <laughs> that could have been something that was holding him back. Yeah. But um, yeah. So uh, yeah, just cut ties with that guy, man. Let him. He's dead weight. Yeah. And I was a little sad to see Matt Davidson go, but that's, that's I can't. Prob- yeah. I can't believe it. I mean, you can't defend the the batting average. No, but or like- the walk up song. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But. I mean, uh, or the strikeouts. Yeah, yeah, I know. Man, the guy goes getting three homers on opening day to being uh, non-tender. Yeah, it's it's tough. Um, and you know, here, here's the thing, though, Jeremy. He was he was 27, so yeah. he was pretty old. And he's another guy who I think he'll get he'll get picked up by yeah. uh, by somebody. He'll be on he a roster next year. Yeah. Probably in the American um, League. Probably they, the American League. Probably they, like the Orioles. They said his defense was horrible. Or too. the Mariners. Yeah, yeah, bad defense. So, yeah, I could see him being on like the Orioles or the Mariners. But, uh, yeah. you know, I, I do think ultimately it was the right move for the White Sox. Because um, they I think they are going to try to make a little bit more of a push to contend. And he's probably not a guy who you want on like a contending team. Yeah, I wonder. Well, I guess this, I guess this makes way then if they, um, if they do sign uh, Machado. Mm-hmm. They'll have... Either Machado at third base, or they, they can keep Yolmer there, and I don't know, just kind of platoon Tim Anderson around. I yeah. don't know, but uh, they don't really have anyone that I can think of in the pipeline for third base. So. No, well, they did. They did resign uh, Leori Garcia to a one point five million dollar contract. Wow, it's a little crazy. sad that he's been around that long and he's still getting a, only a one point five million dollar contract. However, on the other hand, I would argue that that guy's 
that guy has a hundred one, you know, one one and a half million dollars in his bank account. So that's that's, <laughs> that's pretty cool too for yeah, him. Yeah, for him. Yeah. Yes. So wow, that's yeah. I didn't, I missed the Larry Garcia stuff, but yeah, uh, uh, that that's probably not even wouldn't even qualify to to be in minor moves, minor transactions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly. So um, let's see here. Um, what do you got? How many you got left? I got uh, one naughty, one nice left. Jeremy, I think I'm. I think I'm out. You are. Yeah, go go with it. Okay, well let's go. Let's go. Let's knock this naughty one off really quick. So um, you ever get like a gift card? And you just like have the hardest time redeeming it, and it's mm-hmm. like this thing on paper is worth a lot of money, but I, I don't know how the frig use it. Like I can't like use this gift card, like a restaurant gift card. You can't use it like on weekends or after seven p.m. It's like on a weekday. So it's like how the hell do I use this thing, right? Yeah. So um, Hunter Strickland okay. is, is the uh, non-usable gift card. Yeah. You know the guy had a lot of talent, um, and uh, you know could throw he could throw that speed ball by you. Make you look like a fool, mm-hmm. um, and uh, just all he did was just getting to start fights for your team with yeah. Bryce Harper. Yeah. So he was designated by the designated for assignment by the uh, Giants. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be a free agent, and it's like that guy is just he's just a bum. Yeah, he's he just is like a hard throwing bum. He is a hard throwing bum, and like you know that would be you're so frustrated with the gift card uh, yeah. that you eventually just end up punching the wall and, and, bra- and breaking your hand. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's a, he's a lunkhead in that sense too. Yeah, um, you, you drop the gift card, and two of your buddies like go r- run to grab it and bash their heads against each other, <laughs> a la Samarja and Michael Michael Morse. Um, yeah, so you know, screw that guy. He's an idiot. Um, he's holding a two-year grudge or two or three-year grudge on Bryce Harper, the best, like you know, one of the best players in baseball. Yep. It's like get over it, man. Uh, and now you can uh, you know have fun pitching for you know I don't know the Cincinnati Reds or something. Yeah, that that seems likely actually. Yeah. yeah. So um, so screw him. He's he's on my naughty list. And uh, all right, so I I wanted to we'll close off with a a bit of a tongue-in-cheek nice addition uh, and. Uh, you know, Jack. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a film guy. You know, outside of this, I like baseball, but I also like uh, uh, went to school for film. I teach a film class, so like, you know, a great gift for me would be like a camera lens, right? You know, a really nice camera lens that uh, you know, either maybe like a nice zoom lens or a macro lens, something that does well in low light. And uh, I think that I would enjoy that. And I know someone else who would enjoy that, and that is uh, Joseph Madden or Joey Madden. I don't know what he goes by, but uh-huh. uh, Joe Madden's uh, son. Okay. So the news came out today that Joe Joseph Madden, I'm going to go off of what he said, what his Twitter name is, um, came out and ripped. Uh, I don't really know who he was ripping necessarily besides Dave Roberts. Maybe Theo Epstein, the Cubs front he, yeah, office. Yeah, yeah. He was kind of just throwing it out there, but like he he basically used <laughs> Dave Roberts to slam the Cubs for not uh, extending his dad. Mm-hmm. Okay. So number one. Joseph Madden kind of looks like a kind of looks like a South Florida version of Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, he actually bit. looks a little like Daniel Murphy too. Okay, to I can see that. I yeah, can see that. just from his Twitter picture. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, you know, and I will I will say he's following in the, in the nice line of um, uh, Chicago sports manager's sons shooting their mouths off when they have when they should not be uh, talking. Uh, um, Ozzy uh, Guillen's sons. Uh, we're both notorious for that, um, but uh, honestly, I think um, I'm going to put him on my nice list because, uh, well, for two reasons. One, because um, 
I checked out his uh, photo blog. Um, he's got some interesting photos on there. Yeah, I, the lighting's really nice on him. I think, and the nice, you know, composition, pretty good. Yeah, it. I'm, it I mean, I'll say this, Jeremy. Yeah, uh, it makes uh, Grady Sizemore's uh, photos of himself <laughs> look conservative. That's that's true. Yeah, he he wasn't showing as much skin as some of these models in these photos. So that's good. Check, you know, head to Joseph Madden's uh, Twitter page. Uh, follow those links if you want to see what we're talking about. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, besides that, I think. He's right about Dave, about Dave Roberts. Yeah. Why are you extending this guy for four years? Yeah. When like like why are you extending him now? When yes, he got to the World Series, but he lost them both. So like, what if he's Marv Levy of, of baseball? You know. Yeah. Just never good enough to you know to, to actually win it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you know, the Cubs were like good enough to like get like they weren't good enough, but like. Like, there wasn't anyone ever who could get them past that mental block, Mm -hmm. basically. Like, the Cubs had uh, flourishes. I mean, in 03 and and 04, they were, like, viable teams. And Dusty Baker did not have the mental powers to get the Cubs beyond this bullshit curse thing, Mm -hmm. right? And say what you want about Joe Madden, but he got them past it because I think the one good thing about Joe Madden is, like, his mental approach to the game. And, like, if there was someone who could have, like you know, got the Cubs' mind off of this this stupid history of the franchise. It was Joe Madden. And mm-hmm. so for that reason, he was a perfect guy for the job. Dave Roberts might just be a guy who stole a base in 2003, and now he's coaching a team like like he's still playing. And he's pulling Rich Hill out when because he's playing the percentages and, you know, losing World Series. So, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he's not the guy who can, like, get them over the hump. They're, they have a pretty long uh, World Series uh, championship drought. They do. So I don't know. So what's the point? What, what's the what's the what's the uh, urgency to re-sign him? Yeah, uh, you know, and I, I think that um, uh, you know, to your point, Jeremy, about yeah. uh, about uh, well, well, I'll say this um, when when I read. Uh, Joseph, we, we can tweets. light them up. We can light yeah. them up because I'm taking I'm taking an angle. A sure, angle absolutely. Well, so I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of, uh, you know, nepotism or, you know, kids shooting their mouth off like that when they got, you know, he's got no, he, he doesn't know. He's not involved in professional baseball. No. Uh, so, you know, this is the this is the highest level of sports. This is big time sports here. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, if the, if the Cubs don't want to want to sign your dad to another contract. Well, you know, he they have like one of the highest payrolls in baseball. Uh, this was supposed to be a dynasty, and you know he's biffed the last two years. Yeah. So like you know, th- yeah, they've won ninety plus games, but like look at that team. They were they sh- they had to have won 90, 90 plus games. Yeah. Anything anything less than that would have been a travesty. Yeah. Um, I will also say though that if it was not already confirmed uh, by the fact that the Cubs had not offered Joe Madden an extension, that he did not have the confidence of the front office. Yeah. Joseph Madden surely confirmed that. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I'm sure that, because I'm sure Joe Madden told Joseph what's going on. What What the hell are you doing? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So um, I would be interested to know uh, what it, like what words the, happened between those two after this was posted. Sure, yeah, for sure. It's, it's funny because like, you don't think of Joe Madden. Uh, I didn't even know he had a kid. Number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two. It, it does make sense that he's like a tattooed, like photo guy or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, yeah, it makes sense that he he's not working like a, an actual like job. Yeah, he's not he's not like um, uh, you know 
picking up bats and he's not a bat boy right or like you know he's not mudding up balls in the in the dugout like hoping to just get in the clubhouse you know sure i'm sure he doesn't care but um i also think that like i also think that theo epstein what is this gonna is is does he think the option is gonna be like Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. You know, maybe we should maybe we should resign Joe Madden. I, I don't think that's gonna work. I don't think uh, Joe Madden Jr.'s uh, tweets are gonna you know light a fire fire under uh, Theo Epstein's butt. Um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's just it's just a funny situation because yeah, you don't think of Joe Madden like to have like that he has a son waiting in the wings to like call out the Cubs and do his dirty work for, mm-hmm. for his for his father. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I don't know. I think it's kind of amusing. Uh, this this just broke like just hours ago mm-hmm. uh, ahead of our recording. So we'll see what the fallout is um, yep. going forward. But I, Theo Epstein's too smart to like even be drawn into it. He, he yeah. would probably just not even comment. He's on not. It. He's not going to comment on it. And uh, you know, probably neither will Joe Madden, uh, except no. to say like you know, I didn't tell him to say that. Yeah, he'll quote some like rock song, like uh, you know, Problem Child or something. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what is that ACDC? I don't know, but uh, but yeah. So anyway, um, so so I threw him on my nice list because I think he's got a point about Dave Roberts. But I, you know, we've we've already stated that Dave Roberts is no uh, favorite uh, manager of Rain Delay Theater. No, so. no, I've always felt he was too emotional in the dugout. Yeah, uh, exactly. but but yeah, you know, he d- he does manage like a player, like yeah. you said. Yeah. Uh, so Jeremy, uh, I think that's gonna do it for our, our naughty or nice list. Uh, it's now December twenty sixth in podcast time. Christmas is over, and uh, <laughs> we um, we we're probably gonna wrap this one up for today. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll keep it nice and uh, nice and tight here for today. Um, yeah, we hope to come to you uh, again before uh, the Christmas, uh, Christmas holiday break. Yeah, yeah. so um, yeah, we'll we'll do that and we'll see what uh, transpires uh, to that. Man, I hope it's not another like slow off season like last year because I want stuff to talk about. Yeah, yeah, it was a slow plotting off season with nobody signing anybody. So it doesn't actually doesn't seem like it's going to be like that. This I don't year. think We've so. We've had yeah. a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, things are moving. So, um, so yeah, that'll do it. Uh, So um, we'll catch you next time. Uh, Until then, I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And I'm Jack Strakowski. All right, we'll see you later. Bye.